Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson. Good morning again, Fred. Good morning. Steve Jordahl in studio with us. Good morning, everybody. Okay, before we go forward, uh, Brent, I got a question for you, Brent Creeley, our producer. Yes, sir. Uh, We talked about this briefly last week, and I don't want to take too much time with it because it doesn't matter to our listeners whatsoever, but where's the popcorn machine? (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> i remember last week you said you would quote i think take care of it in quote that is bringing the yep. popcorn machine from the our old building to the new building now, i don't smell anything out in the hall i can't find uh, I, any evidence i've gone it. through the proper channels that i was supposed well, to I'm the president. so <laughs> what will what more do you need <laughs> uh, we'll take care of that sir okay <laughs> I don't, I don't ask for a lot, and I don't throw my weight around. I just want a popcorn machine. We'll, we'll take care of that. Okay, all right. Thank by when <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it by tomorrow. Wow! Now I'll be willing to help you. I'll go over there and tow it myself if I have to. We'll, we, 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 now I'm gonna need some help. I'm 59. We'll, we'll take care of it. Okay, we'll take care of it. Wow, that's a commitment by tomorrow. Well, I heard that last week. Oh, okay. so we'll see. Brent's usually a man of his word. <laughs> But uh, something must have come up that was uh, circumstances beyond his control. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing with Fred Brandt for those who are going to email us and tell me to cool down. <laughs> I am cooling down, but I want my popcorn heated up. That's what right. I'm saying? Yep. You like that popcorn well, right popcorn's there? Well, popcorn's be- become a tradition. Here. Are they still yes. cooking it across the street? Is Ron still? Well, there's nobody no. over there. No. We moved from one building to another. We moved from our old building of 40 years old, which is a, a sieve. If it, if it rains hard, I had a waterfall in my office yes. for 10 years. It's called a water It's called a water feature. You, you put fish down there. Well, and you- <laughs> well, I just, There was no fish that came through. And there was a few crickets and salamanders and other things. That we, but uh, anyway, we've moved into our new digs. Mm-hmm. And we're very happy and pleased. It's just one thing we're missing. Yes. And that's the popcorn machine. The popcorn, it, it is over there. Yeah, it's over there. I it's walked over. through there this morning, It was, but it was all What were dark. you doing over there? I was over there the looking old building. because we also had a refrigerator in the old studio with water. Yes. And you that, mean like with bottled water? Bottled water. Oh. And I noticed that refrigerator is gone. Now, you know it's sitting right there outside the door. Does it have water in it? They brought it across. Does. It's over here now? Yes. Oh, so the water made it, but the popcorn didn't. Fred, you're not helping me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't ask for a lot. You know, Brent, just to just to remind you, Fred's name is F-R-E-D, so he's taking Ed's spot right now today as far as, you know, bantering with you. All That's right, right, Steve, Jordan. Yes, By the way, did the, did the uh, uh, team formerly known as Oakland – Raiders, did they win yesterday? They had a hard day. No, they they lost to San Diego. They uh, were behind. They started coming back in the last. They had a, a winning drive going with like two, two and a half minutes left, and they missed on a fourth down. So They lost? They lost. Yeah, it really doesn't There's matter. How, in, in the Las end, it doesn't Vegas. matter how you lose. It's That's right. It's how you right. lose the game. 
But let me tell you, uh, is if you want to talk just briefly about sports, there were some upsets in college football over this weekend. Oh, yeah. Did you notice? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, I know. I, I, I'm, oh, wow. I'm a college football fan. What's Can't, Appalachian uh, hey, State doing? Shout out, shout out to the uh, – I'm going to go 90s here on people with shout outs, right? Yeah. The uh, Kansas Jayhawks, known for basketball, not for football, they, they beat the West Virginia Mountaineers – in uh in West Virginia, that was a big that was a big upset right there. Appalachian State beat number six Texas A and M. Well, we did. We just lost all our listeners right now. Okay. In Aggie Land, because they don't want to hear about that again. They're trying to move past that. Uh, and we will too. But but yeah, Appalachian. Well, that's what's fun about college football is you. The little the little guy can beat the little beat the beat the get big guy sometimes, and that's what. That's what makes it fun and interesting. Uh, but, yeah, it's week two of the college football season uh, took place. And Texas almost beat Alabama. Yeah. They lost, by one, they lost by a last-second field goal. By a guy, uh, they almost got beat by a guy named Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> you noticed that, too? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the, the kicker for <laughs> Texas, his last name was Auburn. Oh, my. Yeah. What are the chances of that? <laughs> And the guy kicks a field goal. Auburn, the kicker for Texas, kicks a field goal with like a minute and a half left. So I'm texting some friends of mine who are Texas fans. I said, congratulations, but you left too much time on the clock. <laughs> and they did. Or Bryce Young, the Heisman-winning quarterback for Alabama, yeah. who promptly let him down the field for a game-winning field goal, to which, to which one of my sons said, this only proves that God is still an Alabama fan. <laughs> I am contractually, in my marriage vows, required to say this right now. Roll Tide. Uh, oh, well, your wife's a big Alabama. Yes, she an alum, too. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, there's going to be a huge market for uh, psychiatrists and family counselors in the state of Alabama <laughs> when Nick Saban retires and they go nine and three a couple of years in a row and don't make the playoffs. And all the Alabama fans have ever known for the last 20 years is uh, playing for national championships. Mm -hmm. And uh, and good for them. And yeah. Nick, Nick Saban's the greatest coach of all time. There's no question. But there's going to come a day when <laughs> it ain't going to be like that yep. anymore. And I'm just saying that it'd be so – Therapists and counselors and psychologists will make a killing dealing with uh, Roll Tide fans who the the Queen of England aren't even aren't making the national championship game. The Queen of England and Alabama football, two things people thought would never change, but one day will. And right. <laughs> well, now Alabama will always be among the top five programs in college football till the Lord comes back. But I'm just saying, winning. Every year, almost, uh, is not going to go on forever. You know, I was impressed. I, I don't follow football as closely as you guys do, but I was impressed with the story I read in the weekend with the, the Alabama squeaker win over yeah. Texas. Uh, Saban was very upset with some of his own players because right. at the game end, some of his players were mocking. Oh, they're doing the horns down. Yes. He was. I'm, not doing, I'm just showing you what it looks like. Yeah. He was very upset with some of those players doing that. His yeah. own players. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. What it, uh, you know what this is? It, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's when the, uh, it's, it's, it's mocking the University of Texas's horns up, which well, is the longhorns. Right. right? Yes. So you do horns down. To, right. Yeah. 
ask, you know, to me, I, I, now I, I agree with Coach Saban. He has to say stuff like that, but to me, that's that's just having fun. Every, every school, you make every school out there, every fan out there makes fun of the other schools uh, in one way or another. It mm-hmm. doesn't bother me to see a th- horns down. Uh, you might, uh, whatever. All right, go ahead. I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring in some of our. But I'm fans. not a Texas fan either, so I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I bring some of the fans that we lost that are Christian music fans that aren't college football fans. I'm bringing them back in. Come on back, guys. Okay, what do we got? Here's some trivia for you. Did you know that Stephen Curtis Chapman's daughter is a cheerleader at Alabama? I did not know that. Yes, she is. Okay. There's did a not know that a little trivia there. There you go. Okay. Uh, next story. All right. Uh, the first well, story. The first story. <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of problems in this country, as you know. I mean, there's MAGA people that are destroying democracy and everything. But at least, at least the border is secure. Um, we had an interview over the weekend with, uh, with Meet the Press. Chuck Todd uh, invited our vice president, Kamala Harris, on. And uh, this is what she said. Cut 11. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do. Is the first request we made, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. Yeah, she's the worst vice president in the history of our country. Yeah. And that, that, and, that, and was, that goes up against Spiro Agnew. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was absolutely pathetic. The, the only question I would have is <clears> – <throat> Does she really believe she's telling the truth? Oh, she's a liar. Or does she know that she is lying to she's the American people? She's trying to gaslight people. people, and Chuck Todd's not even buying it. NBC, liberal. What, what, show, what show is that called? Meet the Press. Meet the Press. Yeah. And he says two million people cross the border, and you're telling – he didn't say it like I'm saying it, but he says you're calling it secure, and what does she say? Well, it's a nonsensical answer. She That's says, what I'm saying. It's, yes, the border is secure because it's a priority for every nation to have a secure border. And, uh, her first answer is um, we need to – we've told Congress to pass a uh, pathway to citizenship. Yeah, that's going to slow down the border. That's process. her answer? Again, that that Chuck Todd says there's too many people, too many people that have come across our border. And he lowballed it. If huh? the real number they say is anywhere what? between four and five million, and they're coming over by thousands a day illegally into our country. Let and me, if let you, me just say this too, uh, Chuck Todd, I don't know, he could have called her on this, but there's so much stuff there that she said and didn't say that's just not, as you say, number one, it's nonsense. She can't. I'm sorry to say this about anybody. It's kind of like making fun of somebody's appearance, but she can't speak coherently. And she's the vice president of the United States. She can't put sentences together that make any sense uh, on her feet. It's just unbelievable that she was chosen, except that she was chosen because she's a woman and because she is a woman of color. Therefore, she's qualified to be vice president. I mean, that's what we... That's what we all know to be true, right? Yeah. So 
Now she was a U.S. senator. I'll give her that. So she wasn't she she wasn't like a nobody. But when she was in the Democrat field, running for you know in their primaries, mm-hmm. she was dead last. She yes. had to drop out. She had three percent of Democrats mm-hmm. wanted her to be the uh, choice for be president. So yeah, uh, it's it's a uh, but what she's doing there is she's trying her best, although she fails miserably, uh, is to gaslight the viewers of that show and to make them believe that the border is secure. But what I wanted to say was initially is, you know what? It's not your job, Kamala Harris, vice president of the United States to get the weight on the Congress to pass a quote pathway to citizenship. That's a whole different argument. Mm -hmm. Your job is to, as, uh, as president and vice president of America is to control our borders and to stop this millions of people coming into our country illegally. Yes. And you're not doing that. No. That's your job. Not, it's not your job to wait on Congress to pass a, quote, pathway to citizenship. Hey, it doesn't even sound like to me, quite frankly, that she even knows what she's talking about at all. A pathway to citizenship, Bill, is going to stop immigration like putting – Gasoline is going to yeah. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't even make any sense. And what she's suggesting, he didn't also ask her about fentanyl, which is now coming into this country by the tons, by the tons. Right, which is killing a lot of Americans. It's killing hundreds of our American young people. What 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 do you got here? Do you miss the old vice president? Cut twelve. Sorry. Today, the business of our work is for the council to report on the work that has occurred since our last meeting across these areas. We will today also discuss the work yet ahead, the work we must still do to continue to move forward. A lot of work to do. <laughs> when was that from? That was from the ninth. What was the ninth last Friday? Yes. <sighs> I don't, I'm embarrassed for, quite frankly. Honestly, we do not have the A team right well, now. And, and, and remember, remember, the President of the United States, with all these millions of people coming here, flooding across the border, hasn't even bothered to go down there yeah. to meet with the governors. I don't care if he's a Democrat and they're Republican, and they're, there's a Democrat uh, governor in California and New Mexico, but they're Republican governors in Arizona and Texas. But he hasn't even gone down there to look at what's going on to say, listen, I care about this issue. I want to do something. What can we do to help? Yeah. That's because he doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. And there are Democrat congressmen who live along that border oh, yeah. have been crying yeah. for the president to do something about this, and he's being completely ignored. All we're getting is whining from Democrat mayors in Chicago, New York, and Washington, D.C. about what? Uh, the governor of Texas and the governor of Arizona sending buses of illegal immigrants to their cities, and they're and they're 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 asking the National Guard to help. Yes, uh, because they can't handle a few thousand when Arizona and Texas, in particular, handle thousands a day mm-hmm. who are coming across the border. But they're- hey, you know what? We we'll move on here. I've mentioned this before. This is intentional. This is intentional by the Democrats. Uh, they don't care how many people come in to America illegally. They don't give a rip. They live behind their 
private security in their gated communities. I'm talking about the leaders in the Democrat Party. And what they hope for is long-term they can make all these millions of people who've come here citizens. That's why she talked about a pathway to citizenship, so that they can in turn vote 90% for the Democrats, and that would be the death of the Republican Party. That's the end game mm-hmm. here. That's when, Now you would say, well, you're telling me they don't care about Democrats really want to don't care about how many millions of people come here illegally? No, they don't. They want them to. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason they don't. That's the reason Biden doesn't give it any attention. He doesn't talk about it. He She's only been down there once. She went to El Paso to the airport yeah. to get a hot dog yeah. and say, I've been to the border. And, uh, and to keep people from asking her, when are you going? Yeah. So, but you know, Steve, let me ask you this. And Fred, it sounds, uh, it, 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 it sounds crazy in, in a sense, politically to say that the Democrats want people to come here illegally by the millions. Uh, cause most people would say, surely that can't be true. But they do. Huh? Yeah, they do. And the other thing, the Democrats know that for the most part, the mainstream media is running cover for them. It is. The oh, old, yeah. I was the, surprised the only, Chuck Todd asked her about it at all. Chuck Todd asked her, but he didn't press her on it. I would have been, if I was Chuck Todd, I would have been showing videos of people screaming right. into the country every day. I would have had an interview to juxtapose against Kamala Harris with a border agent saying... We're flooded. We can't do it. I can't do enough to stop these people. Well, that's what the border. Remember the, uh, the gentleman in charge of the border uh, patrol. Is that if that's what border control or border patrol patrol? Uh, okay. Remember he was subpoenaed in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, as state of Florida is trying the last two weeks. Yes, and so he had to testify. Yes. This uh, this man works for Biden. Mm-hmm. I mean, Biden could fire him tomorrow. Yep. And he said it's out of control under oath. Under oath, he said it's out of control. Yes. The border. So you have uh, somebody who's uh, on, and you, as you said, you have Democrat congressmen along the border there. Yes. Saying the same thing. The governor of Texas and Arizona, they're pleading uh, for their own citizens as we can. Listen, nobody's against immigration into America. Uh, we are a country of immigrants, but you have to have law and order and you have to have a, a, a system that we have in place to come here legally. Yes. And uh, you, you can't just let m- millions of people come in. We don't even know who these folks are. No. And by the way, again, the double standard of the Democrats, if you fly into the U.S., you can't come here uh, if, you're, if you're not a non-citizen. You can't come here unless you have a COVID vaccine shot. Right. As we learned with the uh, professional tennis star who wasn't allowed into, um, his name escapes me. Uh, Novak. Uh, jo- He's the number one player in the world. Djokovic. Male. Yeah. And they denied him entry to play in the U.S. Open. And so you can't come here, but yet if you come in across the southern border, they don't care whether you have a vaccine shot or not. The Democrats, they just let everybody in. It doesn't make any sense unless you want to, um, what would you say? 
unless you want to what do do what I said earlier. There's, there's two things at play. The, the the those that are in the this is my cynical take, but I think it's fairly accurate. The Democrat politicians want Democrat voters, and that's why they're asking them to come in. But they are playing on the goodwill and good nature of the American people who feel pity on people who trudge thousands of miles to get to our border to escape a poverty and a, and a bad life and and don't want to say no because we're kind-hearted. And that's the two things that are kind of keeping this. So which one do you fall down on? Oh, I'm firmly in the first. I have pity on these people, but they need to come legally. Um, they're lying. The if first the, thing that they do when they get to this country is break the law, a lot of them, by going. Listen, they're coming from all over the world now. Yeah. Keep the, these if people being poor and desperate in most cases, if that's the standard for letting people into our country, then they're going to keep, they're going to, I'm sorry, but they're going to keep pouring in from around the world. They're coming from, this move from, we've emptied out Central America. Yeah. And now folks are coming from South America and 120 countries from other parts of the world. Yes. So if your standard is going to be, well, they're poor and needy, we need to let them all in. Would you do that with your own house? <laughs> we don't do that with our own house, do we? No, no, we don't no. say just because there's homeless people, we don't invite them all into our house. And if we say, well, if you don't do that, you don't have compassion for people. We don't say, we don't take that. No. That's unreasonable. No. So, I don't know, except to say that we all started with uh, Vice President Harris there. Uh, they just need to say what we all know to be true. That is the Democrats. We don't. <laughs> you can keep asking us about this, but we don't give, give a rip how many people come here illegally. Yeah. And we don't care where they go. And uh, that's the reason you notice the, the mayor of Washington, D.C., she they've had a few thousand be dropped off in buses from Texas and Arizona. And she's asked the National Guard twice to help her with this, help her city with this, how to absorb yeah. these folks. Mm -hmm. And they've said no both times, the mm -hmm. National Guard. But one, one point about this, the reason that they've said no is because that will put the spotlight on Biden's failures on regulate on uh, doing something about illegal immigration. It's ironic that a Democrat mayor would be asking for help and that she has a crisis on her hands. The you mayor know? of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, uh, got a bunch of uh, immigrants bust from Texas to Chicago. And by the way, these people are coming voluntarily. The, yes, the, the they're, governor, they're, the governors are wanna, saying, if you want to get on the bus, fine. If you don't fine. Right, right. So they're, but they got on the bus to go to Chicago they go. Sh they show up in downtown Chicago. Lori Lightfoot says, "My frustration comes from the actions of Governor Abbott in Texas. There must be a level of coordination and cooperation." But then she immediately turns around and puts them on a bus and sends them to Burr Ridge, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Doesn't tell anybody in Burr Ridge. So she that did coming. precisely what exactly. she exactly. She did precisely what she criticized Abbott for doing. Governor exactly Abbott. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Bottom line is the Vice President of the United States just told a bold-faced lie, the American poo. And she knows she's lying. Yeah. And she she doesn't lie well. Huh? No. I mean, it's... It's sad. Mm -hmm. It really is. All right. Uh, we're out of time. Steve, thank you for yours. My pleasure. 
My thanks to Fred for uh, helping out with the show today. <laughs> I think uh, is Ed. I had to go to the dentist this morning. Battagliano going to be back tomorrow. He's going to be back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And our thanks to Chris Woodward and let's see, Rob, Rob Wise. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. <laughs>